Hello and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am Zach. I am also Zach. And we are Zach. And uh, Zach to Zach, Zach. If you remember from the last time we decided on a name for the segment. Do, do it right. I'm trying to think of the lyrics to Eye to Eye so that I can sing Zach to Zach. No. Welcome to Zach to Zach. Welcome to Zach to Zach, a hey. two-player RPG podcast. Oh my god, if... <laughs> Are, do, are we gonna have to do this? Zach to Zach. Zach to Zach. Yeah, we're gonna do Zach to Zach, and is, then Diana and I can do our spinoff uh, K Corner K Drama podcast. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Is Zach to Zach a good duet actual play podcast name? Is it I, good? I mean, it's a kick ass name. I don't know about us, but oh god, <laughs> do we have to do Zach to Zach now? Yeah. Okay. the The internet needs uh, two more white guys to uh, <laughs> do things together. Uh, to sort of clog up the airspace. Um, yeah, totally. Listen, at least we're not uh, talking about why D&D is great or talking about why the Joker is great. I think as long as we're not doing either of those two things, then we're still different than 90% of the other two white guys talking podcasts. Check and check then. So <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. We are returning this week with the second half of Mechs into Plowshares by Frisco Cruz. You can find Frisco Cruz at Frisco Cruz and their games on itch at Anomalous Entertainment. Mechs into Plowshares is a great game of trauma, warfare, and giant robots, and I highly, highly recommend it. Should have probably said last week, mild spoilers for this game. I also love... GMing this game because Frisco has done all the work for me. I haven't had to do any of the GMing work, and I love it. It's yeah, delightful. Zach just had to sit here and read. <laughs> Technically, this is a solo game, and I highly recommend it as a solo game. But it has, is actually very fun as a duet game as well. Um, I actually really like playing it duet. Yeah, I thought it worked really well. So this week, we're going to be finishing out the game of Iris and her mech Ava. Ava. Yeah. Um, which I presume is a touchstone from the one mecha show you've heard about but haven't seen. Uh, no, this was a total accident. What am I What am I touching on? Oh, really? Yeah. There's... <laughs> I, I was going for... Uh, EVA is like a... I think it's like an acronym for... Um, Ex- uh, external yeah. vehicular... Did uh, I accidentally do... Was that also from the thing I'm referencing unintentionally? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evangelion is a very famous seminal mecha show, and right. the mecha in it are called Avas. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not know that. <laughs> no, please, don't please. be sorry. That's great. Evangelion, please do not sue Heartpoints. This was unintentional. Evangelion, the, the company that made Evangelion has enough problems going on right now that they are not going to deal with us. Okay. Um, uh, fair. I know how you feel about uh, K-Corner now, because I feel very out of my element talking about Max. So. <laughs> I totally thought that you'd heard of Ava. No, this is a total accident. Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so we are going to be finishing out the last couple weeks of Max into Plowshares, and this episode, I think, turned out great. Zach and I had a little bit of a mind-blowing <laughs> moment that I think I actually... So either I had that moment the last time we played, and I forgot about it, or I just didn't think about it enough last time we played this. Yeah, it's subtle. It's subtle, so you're going to have to listen very closely for the moment when we stop playing the game because we <laughs> we had a life-changing experience. <laughs> this game's awesome. We had, a, we had a great time with it. We hope you enjoy it. 
as we get back to Iris and Ava. Is there anything else you want to say, Zach? I don't think so. All right. Without further ado, this is Mechs into Plowshares. After several long years of war on the border, you have earned the right to buy your mech from the military. Use it to eke out a solitary life, doing manual labor on your farm to pay back the loan before your machine is repossessed. All the while, the enemy from across the border looms, threatening to strike at any moment. Will the enemy attack? Will you be able to defend yourself? How much safety are you willing to sacrifice to make it in this new life? Week 5 The bad weather has come and gone. Your fields welcome you and your machine. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an active subroutine. <laughs> the earth is yielding and loamy. Your machine works through it easily. And it feels good to spend time working. But there are setbacks. Describe how the subroutine caused a major problem on the farm. I think after this bad weather sort of came and went, I think Iris had to work extra hard with her mech. Had to sort of double time it to make up for lost time. And number nine is the low energy rest mode one, Mm. where its sensors are always engaged. So I think, I just think the mech, I think she had a hard time. The mech would just shut down on her, like it would power down. Yeah, I, ju- I think the mech would just power down on her because it at night it just it's all, it's always running these sensors that she can't shut off. One day you finish early and are doing maintenance on your machine. The phone rings from inside the house. When you answer it, a familiar voice is on the other side. It's the person that you saved during the war. What was your relationship like after you saved them? Um, I think Sergeant Griggs was always kind of a bastard. Uh, I, but I think it was the kind of relationship where he always got us through missions and I I think we took some losses and maybe things didn't always go our way but he always got us through so I think we respected him um, but we also kind of hated him because I think I'm picturing him as a real taskmaster for um, their squad so I think after Iris saves him, I think the relationship is a little more cordial and maybe he's not easier on her, but um, doesn't go as hard on her um, as he used to. They would like to see you. Perhaps you could meet in the city? They say it wouldn't be too much trouble to leave the machine for one night. Surely it would be fine. Do you like the idea of leaving the farm and your machine to see them? Do you feel obligated? I think going to see Sergeant Griggs would be an admission that the farm farming isn't working. I think going to see him would um, make her miss the military and realize that she's out of her element here um, and somewhere that she doesn't belong. So I think actually, I think maybe she feels a little bit of obligation to go see him um, as her former CO. But um, at this point, I think she has to focus on the farm. The city is far away. But you can get there. You have not seen Sergeant Griggs in a long time. Roll on the subroutine chart. 
That is a non-active subroutine. But sometimes your machine can be temperamental. The AI might act on its own even if it's empty. Or it might be stolen. Do you have any... Have you made any payment? Have you got any payments yet? I don't think so. No, I don't know. <laughs> that was the first time I've rolled a non-active subroutine. Yeah. A caravan of cars drives towards the border. You can't tell what the markings on the side of them say. Flip a coin and place it on the table. Tails. These are supplies for the enemy. It's been so long since you've seen anyone. You used to spend every day surrounded by your fellow soldiers, and before that, by your family. Now you are alone. Do you go to meet with Sergeant Griggs? No. People are like machines. They learn habits based on what's happened before. Cross out Sergeant Griggs' name. If rolling a combat subroutine prevented you from making a payment this week, you may choose to cross it out. If you cross it out, you must also cross out the associated quirk. So I rolled a that was uh, that, uh, at the start of this week. I think you rolled nine. Oh, that was this week still. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, she's she's keeping that one. Okay. Week six. The bottle rattles to the floor as you wake up. There is a warmth missing from your bed. What were you dreaming about? I think when Iris wakes up, she can hear the echo of a command from Sergeant Griggs in her ear. And she's, um, it's the kind of dream where she understands what the dream was about, but she can't recall any of the specifics. Um, and and I, I think she just knows that this was from a, uh, it maybe it was from several different missions, uh, that their squad was on. And these were just sort of, um, you know, triggered audible memories that were sort of echoing in her, hear- in her ear. You look out the window. Your machine is waiting outside of the barn. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an inactive subroutine. The AI doesn't seem to be learning these tasks easily. It hasn't made a single helpful subroutine for any task here on the farm. Maybe you just need to practice more together. If you rolled on a crossed-out subroutine, you can make a payment this week. Mark that you have one payment so that we can keep track of these. A truck is stuck outside of your farm. It has no markings, and the back of it is covered in tarp. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an active subroutine? Your machines automatically turned to face them, and for a moment, the lock-on reticule flickers. Lines of code flow up the screen, checking available weapons. Your hands tighten around the controls. If you rolled a combat subroutine, describe how you dispatch the enemy combatants in this truck. Uh, does it, should it relate to that subroutine? Uh, yes. Okay. So I think, so that subroutine is thrusters cut off for gliding, which is, it cuts off its lights. Um, so I think maybe to get some altitude and check out this truck, I engage the thrusters and then I cut them off and it, it shut off the lights. And I think, um, through the sensors, I was able to see that it was an enemy, enemy truck. Um, and maybe even, maybe even just through sheer reflex, maybe not even making like a coherent decision that she was going to take them out and that they didn't know we were there because the, the lights were off. Um, I think 
maybe just oh she she took all the weapons off hold on uh i i think maybe she just like drops the mech on the truck shit yeah i was gonna say shoots it with a rocket but i think i took all those off place a heads-up coin on the table to represent supplies going to your nation you watch the news in the barn that night there are no reports of supplies moving across the border play the chaplain's game okay it works the same way yep so we count the number of heads up coins total three okay uh so then you're gonna uh you can uh close your eyes shuffle them up Uh uh-huh um you might want to shuffle them like you can put them all together first then close your eyes okay shuffle them up and then you're gonna put all the ones that you flip in one uh on one side and how many am i flipping three Uh, because there's three heads yep okay There are two heads in each pile. Oh, shit. You stand vigil with your machine, eyes towards the growing smoke on the border. They could come at any time. You must be prepared. The sun sets and dark shadows cover the road. Only the light of your machinery keeps you awake. Week 7. You are very tired. There's so much to do here, but you must make your payments. Roll on the subroutine chart. As an active subroutine. (laughs) It's the one I could have gotten rid of. (laughs) Your machine's controls are so familiar. You are glad it's still with you. You are familiar with the machine, but the machine is not familiar with the farm. It seems like it rebels sometimes. Maybe it doesn't want to be with you anymore. Maybe it wishes it could be fighting again. Something went wrong. Describe how the subroutine caused a major problem on the farm. It's the the thruster gliding one again, the lights. Oh, shit. Maybe there was damage to the barn, and Mm. I needed the thrusters and the mech to help repair it, to maybe, like, haul some um, cinder blocks or um, bricks or something so I can make some makeshift patches to the barn. Um, I think once I disengage the thrusters, the lights go off again, and I think maybe the mech ends up ram- ramming into the barn and, and either undoing some of the work I had done or causing even more damage. You remember the people you saved, the close calls you had together. To be so close to death that you could not deny that you were alive. Do you wish that you were fighting again? Yeah. I think Iris's family is, you know, missing it best. Um, this farm thing isn't working. I, I think Iris feels like, you know, there is no enemy anymore, but there's also no, like, home anymore. It's just her and her mech. Like, us against everyone kind of thing. Um, but I think for that reason, she wishes it was back doing the thing it was built for. The machine pauses. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an inactive subroutine. You aren't sure why. The AI is not frozen, but it repeatedly runs through a loop of programs. It would occasionally do this after dangerous combat. You assumed it was doing a systems check. The machine reboots. But you wonder now if it did this for you, to try and help you somehow. You can't be sure. An explosion snaps you from your thoughts, and you and your machine turn together aiming your weapon at the sound. Roll on the subroutine chart. 
As an inactive subroutine. You and your machine are used to ambushes, but you are not prepared. It was only an old car backfiring as it struggles down the road. The person inside waves. If you rolled on a crossed-out subroutine, your mech disengages. Place a heads-up coin on the table. You exhale and take the machine back to the barn. If rolling a combat subroutine prevented you from making a payment this week, you may choose to cross it out. If you cross it out, you must also cross out the associated quirk. How many weeks are left? This is week seven. So you have eight, nine, and ten. You have three weeks left. So I literally have to make a payment each week. Yep. I think Iris is becoming more hopeless, and I think she's realizing that this mech may be it for her. And to... I think I think she's uh I think the idea that this has some kind of personality is growing on Iris and maybe it's true maybe it's not but I think it's all she has at this point and somehow to erase that personality some somehow seems even more brutal than not making payments. Week 8. You are shaken from sleep by the sound of glass breaking. Flip a coin, hold it in your hand, and do not look at it. You run to the window. The sun hasn't risen yet. You see shadows moving into your barn. You take your gun off the wall. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is inactive. You carefully creep into the darkness. You don't think they've seen you. You lift your gun to your shoulder and look down the sights. You can feel your heart pounding. If you rolled on a crossed-out subroutine, you do not fire. The shadows see you now, and they run away. You can see that they're in uniforms now. Open your hand and place the coin on the table with the others. Whose army was trying to rob you? Is this determined by the coin, or is this something Mm -hmm. I decide? I think it's determined by the coin. Uh, Tails. So I'm assuming that's the enemy. Yeah. You rush into the barn, your rifle still in hand. You turn on the lights. Your machine is active. There is blood near its foot. Did you fire? I thought you told me I did not. I did. Did you want to fire? I think think she did. I think instinctually she did. I think uh, maybe after reflecting on, after having a a brief moment to think, I think think she asked herself why she would have why someone looking out for their themselves their own best interest to do what they think is right um is so wrong to her or why it elicits such a strong response um so i think she wanted to initially if the soldiers were trying to steal something from your machine there must be something going on play the chaplain's game okay so i have so i have five heads I have five out of seven are heads. So that means I have to flip five of these? Yep. Okay, it's going to go well. (laughs) One head in each? What? (sighs) This happened the last time we played, too, and it got me wondering if there's something mathematically about this that, like, I don't quite get, that, like, it's, like, I wonder if it's an illusion or a trick or something. Yeah. I I don't know, because I I had a bunch of heads, so I was worried, but I guess that means that you're more likely to just flip most of them over so yeah that's true interesting they're coming to your farm now into your barn the war will not leave you another week the soil doesn't care if you are tired it feeds only the hands that work it 
Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an inactive subroutine. You can focus on your work. You do not need to be defined by the war. You can make a payment this week. But the war will not leave you. Every time you think you are done with it, something else reminds you. What will it take for you to have peace? Week 9 You are awake before the sun rises. You watch it break over the horizon and sweep over the hills, your crops, your barn. The door is open and your machine is looking out into the light. You will not stop. Roll on the subroutine chart. That is an inactive subroutine. You will see the end of the war. You can make a payment this week. One more week, baby. One way or another, you will see the end. There's smoke on the horizon. Always. You see trucks pass, but you don't bother looking at the markings. Flip a coin and place it on the table. Uh, heads or tails? That was tails. These are supplies for the enemy. You sit at the workbench beside your machine. You remember when you would hear the artillery in the distance and you were so afraid. The chaplain would put their hand on your shoulder and say his prayers, but the words never helped. But the game did. It was never wrong. It predicted every week that they would come, and they did come. They came every week. Play the chaplain's game. Okay, so I have two heads, so I'm only flipping two. I have two heads in each. (laughs) It was funny. They told you that the rules were different on the front than the way you played back home. There, if you put the same number of heads-up coins in each pile, it meant the enemy would attack you. But here, in peacetime, if you got the same number of heads in each pile, it meant that you were safe. The chaplain's game is always right. Play the chaplain's game, but keep your eyes open. Play it again until you understand. So I can flip four. You would have won that, right? Is it impossible to lose? It might be impossible to lose. Maybe that's what I understand. Can you do it again? Oh my god, it is! So, okay, it is. It's impossible to lose, isn't it? Because I flipped these. No, it's totally possible to lose. So you need oh, to no, flip so all I, of them. I, yep, it's impossible to lose. Hold on, can I see? <laughs> so let's say we had, let's say we had one, two, three, four, five. Let's say we had five, and I flipped five. It is. It's impossible to lose. I understand totally now. <laughs> oh, that's so. Um, so is it really bad that this is the second time I've played this game? And <laughs> even though the instructions in here were play it until you understand, I don't think I quite understood. But they, it's cool though because it, within the within the context of the game, it's like during the war they always came, and the chaplain's game was always right. Yeah, but it, it was always right because they always came, and they'll never come. And the the, the reason it's always right now is because they'll never come, and that. Oh God! Could that oh, I'm I'm getting beyond the game now, but that makes this game so good because if you were smart, you would just cross off all your subroutines because you never have to use them again. <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> How did I not get that the first time I played? Oh shit! 
I'm just real. I mean, I listened to you play that. I'm just realizing it now. It's the internal conflict of the game. Oh my god! They'll never come, and you never need your mech. I got a tweet at Frisco. <laughs> it's genius. Um, shit. Okay. God damn it. Oh, I got chills. Iris understands. Week 10. The loan officer will come this week. How many payments have you made so far? Three. You wonder how much of the AI is left. Roll on the subroutine chart. What has changed about you? an active subroutine um what has changed about iris i think sort of what i said before i think iris now realizes that all she's good at is fighting but that there's no real enemy and there's no real like friend anymore like it's it's her and her mac like her country sort of hung her out to dry in multiple in multiple ways and she's starting to question why the enemy was an enemy i think she's just getting more and more (laughs) She's realizing the futility of the whole thing. A person in uniform knocks on your door. You must pay your debt. What if the machine never learns again? Roll on the subroutine chart. That's an active subroutine. Which one? Uh, That is number eight, auto drop non-essential load. Can you forget? No. The government man has papers, and a large truck is parked out front. If you have made four payments, you may keep your mecca. Is your mecca just lines of code, or is it something more? Can a machine truly have personality, or are you just imagining it? Roll on the subroutine chart. Is an active subroutine? Which one? Number seven, the automatic double tap. Who is it that you miss? I think Iris misses her grandparents. There are cables and straps. There are men in uniform. If you cannot make the payment, the military reclaims your mech. You look back at the barn. No more payments to make. You look to the border. Is there smoke rising? Flip a coin and place it on the table. And thus concludes the story of Iris and Ava. What did you think, Zach? I feel Iris was so close. She had she had God. She had she had one payment going into the last three weeks. She needed to get every week and she missed the last week. Yep. Ugh. That happened with my character in Kuma too. I had three I was so close. How many subroutines had you crossed off? Uh, I don't remember now. I think I, you did. I think you'd done more than half, if I remember. I did quite a few. Yeah. Uh, and I, I still have my subroutine page somewhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, but it's interesting because it's almost by the end of the game, it's almost like I feel like Iris, she would have cared, but I think the realizations that she has along the way makes her realize that was even making the payments worth it. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. What a game. <sighs> I think there's, yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's still more to learn from this game. Like, I want to play it again because I think there's more for me to learn. I now want to, uh, I want to run the game for other people 
to see them have the same realization that we had. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that's a pretty big moment in this game. But. Yeah, it's great. So once again, that is Mechs into Plowshares by Frisco Cruz. You can find them at Frisco Cruz on Twitter. You can also find them on itch at Anomalous Entertainment. You can find heart points everywhere fine podcasts are made available. Like the finest. The finest, uh, like iTunes and Spotify. We want to give a very special thank you to Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. Thank you, Zach B. Yes, thank you for continuing to give me a show to edit. <laughs> we want to say thank you to all of our lovely patrons who are so kind and support the show and help us to make it better every week. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like to join the patrons, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can also find us on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at ZWGarth. And me at Zach Byro. We want to give a special thank you to In Love with the Ghost for the use of their track Chilling at Nemu's Place off of the album Healing. Zach, am I missing anything? Uh, no, just look forward to Zach to Zach and uh, K Corner uh, with <laughs> Zach B and Diana coming to your podcast feeds shortly. That is a <laughs> just to clarify, that is a lie. <laughs> For now. For now. God shit, Zach to Zach. <laughs> it's good, right? It's pretty good is the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's pretty good. So <laughs> This is how we come up with shows is we find a good name and then build a show around it. That's how everybody that's how all podcasts <laughs> yeah. are born, right? Surely. Thank you all so much for joining us today. As you return to the real world, we hope that you have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. Mm-hmm.